Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast, a series for recruiters by recruiters. I'm Danny Reinert, and in each episode, I have candid conversations about careers in recruitment with some of the best talent that Teamings has to offer. They'll be giving you a glimpse into the highs and lows of their recruitment careers, their motivations and drivers, and their secret to success in the industry. You can listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other favorite podcast platforms. Let's meet our next guest. Mark. Hi. Good to see you. Thanks ever so much for uh, for joining us this morning. So you're our first guest on our Secrets of Success sessions. How are you getting on? Yeah, good. Honoured to be the, the first person uh, <laughs> on the uh on the interview well if it doesn't go well you'll be the first and the last so yeah, <laughs> you could be the one and only cool so what i wanted to start off with was a few general questions really getting a bit of an understanding of your background um and then as we know we're going to kind of go into having a chat around the, your business development mindset and experience um yeah. so can you give us you know in a bit of a nutshell a snapshot of your your career to date for those people that are going to be watching this that don't know you yeah, so uh, so yeah, tw- twelve years, thirteen years in recruitment, um, all, all in technology. So um, uh, and 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 just two companies. So I've been with Eames for nearly two years. Um, started in January of last year um, and, and joined basically to to, to help run our uh, and, and kind of set a bit more direction, I guess, really with the the, the technology business that we we uh, we already had that was uh, that was running just just to kind of. Get get that get a handle on that and sort that out really and and progress it and grow it and pr- prior to that I was ten eleven years at, at one business smaller kind of independent recruitment agency joined as a grad um, and and pretty much did every job from from kind of junior consultant up to MD for the last last three years so um, and went went through a kind of trade sale into uh, into a bigger kind of per temps um, organisation so so yeah I've I've kind of done every job nearly apart from your job um in, in recruitment <laughs> don't want my so job far. you don't want my job no, um definitely not excellent stuff so and if you think about your um your, your career in recruitment we we talk a lot around the successes that people have had and the kind of the uh, the wins and all that kind of stuff and yeah. obviously we're going to talk a little bit about that later but talk me through the worst period you had in recruitment so you mean there's one that really sticks sticks out and it, it kind of coincided a little bit with work and and personal life as well which is uh so i, I won't bore you with the, the ins and outs of that but so so, so basically i was probably about three i don't know three four years into my recruitment career do, doing well i was probably kind of two, 250k biller so so do it going going along pretty well and um and, and my boss uh, asked me to, to switch from doing what was predominant, which was basically a dual desk, but what was probably a 75% perm desk to starting up a completely new co- contract desk. We, we, we were as an agency were, were perm with contracts kind of, kind of fitted on basically. We had okay. some contract, but it wasn't really a focus. Um, and, and, and being fairly kind of naive, I thought, yeah, that'd be great. Let's go, let's go and do that. It, it coincided with me, breaking up with my ex-missus where I had a, had a house and stuff like that and, and a whole load of rigmarole that I had to sort out. Um, but, but the long and short of it is me and my old boss went into this kind of working from London, this contract, contract thing. And, and, and it, to say it, it really didn't take off, it is an understatement. <laughs> I love the <laughs> um, Yeah, it, it was it was a shit show, in all honesty. Um, p- partly because my boss didn't really have any real structure. He never really was that kind of guy. Um, so we spent six months kind of, I mean, if you look at my billing career history, it's kind of gone like that. 
and then and then back up again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I billed like sixty, seventy grand that year, um, and and it was yeah, it was it was it was really tough. But but actually, you mean, and 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 to be honest, we we kind of knocked it on the head, and then and then it and then actually it turned around just straight after that, and we actually did get loads of contract stuff. So probably eighteen months after that, I was a five hundred k bidder with a kind of ten, eight, nine grand a, a week contract book, and and so it did work out. But but the period was. Yeah, was tough. tough yeah 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 yeah. I, yeah I can I think uh, there's a lot of people that probably feel a similar pain at some point through their recruitment recruitment yeah. career where it's kind of dropped off a cliff um so two questions on that then in terms of your mentality in and how you kind of get up and keep going because you are an extremely positive individual so what what but when that tough time hits how do you get yourself into the zone of kind of pick yourself up and, and have another crack at it and keep going yeah, uh, it, it was hard then. I'll be, I'll be honest. I probably wasn't quite as positive as as you, as you might see me now. Um, it, it, I think, I think to be honest, my, my attitude has always been, and and, and you've pro- you've obviously seen, probably seen it since I joined Eames, is that, that there's no real substitute in in this this industry for for hard graft. Really, you mean a, a real hard grafter will outbeat someone with, with who, who's just good at the job every time. So my attitude has always been just work as hard as possible and just put hours in um like it's a bit of an old school way of thinking about it but but it's worked for me so um so yeah I I think it was just a lot of hours lots of uh and 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 I've always just been of the opinion that as long as you can get home the end of the end of the day look look yourself in the mirror and think you've put in a shift then yeah you 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 go to bed and wake up the next day and and it's it's a new day and, and and you you kind of the, the old cliches of you kind of every every call and every every rejection closer to the next thing. It's it's just always been my mindset. Like I and it's been a lot. I've I played a lot of sport as well. That that's been my mindset throughout that. So I think it's just persistence, really. Just not getting. I've always kind of thought that if you if you stay kind of stay seven out of ten when the, when things are great, don't get too excited, yeah. and when things are terrible, don't get too downbeat, and stay kind of stay in the middle of the road and. Uh, yeah. And, and you'll be all right generally yeah a lot of sense riding out that roller coaster a little bit rather yeah. than feeling it every time yeah makes sense um so thinking about you know that that recruitment career and uh, obviously where you, you you've gone through as you say almost pretty much every role now to the point you're at is there anyone that jumps out in your mind that you've worked with or has been in your life you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a manager or a boss that you've learned the most from in your career um and and i suppose why would that be what i would just caveat with that is you just just don't include me in that just and take me out of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 2018 <laughs> to 2020 taught me everything i know um but no in all honesty yeah there is there is my my so at my old company there were two i had two bosses and i i got on really well with uh with um both both of them in, in all honesty but they were very different um one of them, a guy called Graham, um, he he's probably the best salesperson I've uh, I've come in contact with. Probably run very close by Matt Eames would probably kept running close. But um, but yeah, he 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 wasn't a great teacher. Not not a great not a great. Um, uh, he kind of he didn't really spend loads of time with me. But I quickly figured out in my old company when I was a grad that this guy knew what he was doing. And and basically, just any time there's a desk move, I, I was all I, I always kind of insisted to the point where. I probably pissed people off in all honesty that I, I sat next to him and I, I, I just watched him. I just watched him and, and, and learn. And, and by that, we had a really good relationship as well, quite similar people. Um, 
I probably still took him on meetings until I was kind of five, six years in because I, I just kind of figured out that he would nail the meeting and I would get, I would get the work. So, so I, I but I learned loads from him. There, there, there's no, there's no doubt about it that he, he was um, the single biggest kind of uh, uh, impact on my career at an early stage. There's, there's, yeah, no doubt about it. Fantastic. So there's kind of two things I picked up on there. One that came to mind straight away is, is that kind of on the job informal learning that you drove yourself, I suppose, you were accountable for it. No one was sitting there going, listen to Graham, listen to Graham, sit next to him. You, you decided that that was something you were going to do. And you took accountability for making sure you were upskilling yourself by listening to that guy, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, to be, to be honest, my, my old company weren't they were small business you were kind of thrown in at the deep end and, and actually mm. it wasn't a great structure a lot of people lots of people failed because of it but actually I think the people that went through it the two or three that actually did get through it me and a few, couple of my mates that I'm still friends with now that, that they all they all would have done really well because I think you have to have the right mentality and that yeah. mentality is kind of core to it all right yeah no it makes a lot of sense and obviously I'm responsible for our you know, our L&D for the sales guys at Eames. So we do a lot of structured training and development. But I think being making sure that you're somebody in a recruitment environment that is looking for those opportunities to kind of learn from people on the job and ask questions and be humble. And, you know, there's no ego in it. Like you said, I, I love the fact that you said you're still taking him on meetings when you're five, six years in. You weren't thinking, you know, that's showing a sign of weakness or you want to do it all on your right. own. It was more about how am I going to get the jobs on? Am I, you know, eye on the prize? And if Graham can help yeah. We do that then I'm, I'm going to use that which is great yeah yeah definitely good stuff so thinking about other people now what do you see as the most common mistake that you see recruiters making and I mean more from a day-to-day -day recruitment process perspective if that makes yeah. sense yeah that's a tough one um I mean, uh, the, the the mindset, the working hard thing is definitely as as, as eroded a bit as as time goes on. You see less people who are prepared to put that in. Um, yeah. But but in regards to actually day to day, um, I, I, I'd probably say it's 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 giving up a bit too quickly. We we live in a um, like everyone talks about this new world we live in, where everything's instant, and I think that, that I think that's probably got something to do with it. But but actually, I, think, I mean, I think we were talking about it very recently that. The life cycle of winning, winning a great client is it can be quite long. It, it, yeah. it, I mean, it's taken me a year sometimes to, to open some of the big insurance clients that we work with now. Um, and and there's, there's loads of little wins across that. But actually, sometimes people don't, one, don't give themselves enough credit for those little wins that they get. And so mm -hmm. therefore, they don't really think they're making progress when they actually are. Um, it might just be a very quick, good call. And you know, we've spoke about it loads of times of how, how what, what you want to get out of a call. And a little bit of information can be great. It's 1% 1, 1 increase every time. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, I think people just, just kind of maybe get, give up is probably the wrong word, but they just they just stop doing that BD because they're yeah. looking for an instant win. Um, and, and actually, the instant wins are probably the clients that are going to be less fruitful longer term. And and. Uh, and the good ones are the ones that take a bit of working to, to, to yeah. get on. Because if they're an instant win for you, they may very well be an instant win for two or three of your competitors as well. We're all going they after them, right? Probably are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Um, so that does really nicely bring us on to the BD side of things that I want to have a chat with you about. And I think, you know, one of the things that we've all picked up from you since you've joined the business at Eames is just your love of BD. Um, yeah. And I suppose it's one of those skill sets that we, in all honesty, struggle to hire for at times as well. Um, and it's probably one of the parts of the role that people often struggle with the most. Um, I think certainly, you know, we, I've seen that in all the businesses I've, I've worked for over the years. Where do you think that 
love of BD comes from? What is it about it that you enjoy so much? Because it's not easy, uh, is it, all the time? And you do you you get no's even at your level. So why do you love it? Yeah, a lot of no's. I get a lot of no's. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't shout about them that much. Um, uh, to, to be honest, you mean look, I I, I love I love BD. I don't think anyone sits there and loves making kind of getting rejected and making lots of cold calls yeah. and stuff. I, I think my approach to BD is maybe a little bit more, um, I, I'd say it's a bit more kind of um, intelligence, probably the wrong word, but it's, it's, a, it's a bit more kind of evolved. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, cause I think there's a, there's a whole host of stuff that you can do um, from a BD perspective. The, the love of it comes from making deals really. Like, you I mean, I, the, 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 the no's are, are not are not fun, but the the, the get, getting yeses and winning new clients, I, I get a buzz out of that. And and the the strategic kind of chase, I like figuring it out. I like I like the research part, and and I get I get I do get I get a buzz out of other people do, doing well on that front as well. So the yeah, I'm, I'm it, it's really just that. That's the that's yeah. the main thing, and I, I've never really lost that. I've never really uh, mm. I, I've almost kind of been better at doing that. Then I have actually kind of fit in jobs. I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'd almost rather win a job and say, there you go, go get someone else and go and try and find the next one. That's that's what I'm better at. Cool, makes a lot of sense. And have you got any BD wins in your mind that sort of stand out from over the years? Is there one that was kind of really satisfying? It doesn't necessarily, I was, when I ask people this question, because I do it in BD coaching and stuff, I always say it doesn't necessarily need to have led to the most nfi or billings or gp or yeah. whatever you got whatever you refer to it as but it's just the most satisfying one yeah there's a there's probably a couple you mean there's what one that did did actually result in a, in a large uh, uh, um kind of win financially um mm -hmm. longer term but but actually it's probably a bigger reason that wasn't really the reason why it was the best win um so so i used to do a lot of work with zurich at my my old company they were they were mm -hmm. they did a, a massive kind of transformation I mean, I say five years ago, it might be six or seven now. Um, but ultimately, when we won the client, it was me and my old boss, the guy I was talking about earlier, really, we did it as a bit of a joint effort. But but they pretty much told me that it's a waste of time. Don't 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 worry about it because they they were look what they were looking for at the time, which is now Guidewire, is is a red in the insurance space is relatively well known. At the time, it was it was super niche. Um, okay. And, and and we didn't have any clue. We weren't insurance specific. Um, right. So, so yeah, you I mean, I persisted and I always remember it was a month before Christmas and there wasn't much going on. It was back when, I mean, Christmas is actually quite busy normally now, but then it wasn't. Um, yeah. and, and I just thought, well, look, I'll try and nail it for a month and network my way around the business, try and actually get some, we've got terms agreed, so let, let's see what we can do. And in the space of about six weeks, I think I placed five contractors, and and they were they were probably two hundred pound a day margin. Oh, um, lovely! And so, so yeah, and and it was the it was the it was the start of a of a kind of what turned out to be probably a, a million pound account over two or three years. Um, and it was really more the fact that I could kind of put two fingers up at the, my my bosses. You told me, it told me, it was, you mean you know what I'm like. And obviously, people listening to this probably don't. But if someone <laughs> tells someone tells me I can't do something, or someone tells me it's not it's not very good, then I'm probably going to try and prove you wrong. So um, so so yeah, it was it was probably that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've always thought you have to group it into three parts. You, you you've got your quick wins, the, the chasing chasing leads, and and the, the the kind of stuff that would turn around quickly. You should mm. should always be looking at that. Um, you, you've got your kind of middle ones, which are the the ones where you're evolving, and, and and they're normally kind of smaller to mid-sized organizations. So um, that th they might they might if they come off, they they might give you some good work, but they probably won't be yeah. you know, 
200, 300,000 a year or whatever it might be. And, and then you have your kind of your, your big clients, your, your kind of the golden eggs, basically, if you, if you, if you, if you get them. And, and Leah, like you say, you should, should always have them rolling. But yeah. chances are you, you, you're lucky if you win one a year. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, 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 uh, and, and, and some of them will never, ever. I mean, there's some that I'm, I'm still going after now, probably going after them for five years. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, 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 they're kind of might be time to give up on those ones now. Yeah, well. yeah. But I, I just don't, you just... You maybe don't spend loads of time on them, but there, there's uh, there's definitely a few in there that if uh, if I could uh, if I could win now I would I would be pretty satisfied. But but yeah, may, maybe yeah. should give up on them, but <laughs> not not, not just, quite just yet. Don't spend too much time on them. <laughs> um, how if you think about like starting with a cold client? So I'm not going to go through all the stages of a client because we be here all day. But um, if you think about a cold client, how do you measure success when you're trying to develop that client in terms of those little wins along the way? Yeah, I mean, I think I think in the early stages, it's even more important. Once you get to the kind of the stages where you're actually working with them, it's, it, the, the wins are, are less, um, but they're generally in the form of kind of placements and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very easy to calculate. Um, in, in the first kind of cu- couple of um, stages, which is either kind of the, the, obviously creating awareness of your brand and actually then winning, winning, signing terms, getting getting jobs on whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a massive. I mean, the guys will tell you in 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 the office. That I, I'm really hot on trying to push every kind of win. So how how, how do you measure win? I, I I think kind of it's everything's a win really. Even getting through. I mean, in the early stages, getting through, getting someone to answer the phone to you could yeah, be a win. Um, totally agree. And, and 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 having a good conversation, pulling information, getting meetings, all that kind of stuff should be celebrated because the way I see it is that there's a if you take it. As to getting getting your first job or your first t- the terms agreed or whatever there's a whole load of little one percenters or two percenters in there and and something you I mean getting the meeting might might be ten percent but the way I see it is is it's a you're pushing something down a line to try and get it to get it to the, the finish line which is yeah. is the, your main objective and there's loads of little things you need to to, to to get sorted in between that so personally I think it's absolutely critical to to to, yeah. um, to celebrate them because if you didn't, you you kind of it's a pretty soul destroying job. If you if the only time you're ever going to celebrate is when you get turned, yeah. that might take. If that, I want to be celebrating a bit more often than than once a year. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I think it, it, you mean I could sit here and go through them all with you, but, there, no, there, but there's, the, there's a whole load of little wins and, and and just if there's one piece of advice I would ever give anyone who's doing that stuff, it's it's make sure you celebrate them and actually you when you get offer call or something you you think about what you've got out of it and if you have got something tangible then then it's a win yeah absolutely even if it's just a bit of information you found out about that person's team or you know the next time they hire skill gaps in their team whatever it might be it's still something you didn't have before you picked up the phone right yeah you mean look at the end of that that Zurich account that I just mentioned the big win I I found out that they were doing this program I didn't even have a clue what guide I was at the time but I've if I didn't know what it was by that point I figured it must have been pretty niche so you put two and two together and think well if it's niche they're going to struggle to hire them so you go in and sell and of course I I sold in against that and learned learned how to do it afterwards that was that was Google afterwards yeah exactly (laughs) like you mean look it's uh it's it's always it's always the way that that these things start but yeah I think that's that that would that's a huge win if i'd never found that piece of information that, that arguably i'd never won the account so yeah. you can always trail it back to little things like that that happen but it's normally more than one there's never yeah. really one thing that is the, the definitive you then take that information turn it into more more stuff so yeah yeah absolutely. i think that's key fantastic um final couple of questions before i let you yeah. go i know you're a busy guy um 
when you you've obviously worked at Eames for as you say nearly two years now um I appreciate you've you know, you worked for one other business before but you're very aware of our competitors in the market in a positive sense what do you think are Eames biggest differentiators at the moment in terms that makes us that little bit different or you know kind of sets us aside yeah I mean I, I guess the comparison from my old company to, to to where we are to where I am now is is mainly brand like the brand is mm-hmm. is 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 very very strong um we, we we've definitely got some work to do with our technology brand and and, and yeah. how we kind of modernize that and we're doing that at the moment um but um but yeah you I mean i think eames have got a reputation or when at least when i joined that the reputation was that they were they were super um professional super high quality like really high quality brand and and, and even coming in from and and you I mean i interviewed with 10 probably places before I came to Eames um, and what made me choose them ultimately mm. or, or choose us is that um, is when I looked around and, and I still do it now I kind of look especially some of the guys in our insurance practices and the technology business there's just really some really bloody good people like yeah. people that are, are, are really good and, and arguably I would say market leading in, in their in their field they, they really yeah. are and so you can learn a lot from them, and I have learned a lot from it. And not not just not just the the people that uh, the other directors that, and 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 Matt and uh, and the other guys that we've uh, we've had around, but but actually even the, the the some of the junior consultants we've got really are. Um, you can see how they're going to be really good at what they do, and yeah. that's quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it quite is. Exciting. Yeah, and. and and, and in a smaller business, you didn't really have that. I was the kind of main man at the the, the people network for, for quite a long time, or one of mm. them, one or two. So, so yeah, I, I would say that's the biggest standout. That that and the brand and the professionalism and 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 the weight that that holds is is haven't come from a company where nobody knew who we were and you had to kind of sell completely cold. Yeah. It's quite refreshing to be able to go in as soon as you say for memes people are like oh they're, they're entertaining the conversation which is which is a help right yeah it makes life easier certainly doesn't it to end then looking back what would you say are your top secrets for success um that you would share with anybody that's going to be watching this who i hope is more than like just you and me watching it back in a couple of days yeah, time. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully yeah um <laughs> so, so i've probably covered them already really i mean the, the, the ultimate secret for success in recruitment is hard graft yeah. Hard work. I, 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 I'm yet to see anyone who who goes on to be a four, five hundred k biller or, or or even a two hundred k biller um, that that doesn't work hard and yeah. and and, uh, and 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 put some graft in. Um, if you look at the guys that we've got, the the, the best people we've got always work the hardest. Generally speaking. Um, that that's definitely one. Um, you mean I, I think the other the other thing is is kind of. Um, it's kind of ties into that, but it's just a general trait around kind of tenacity, really. Don't, don't ever get, like I say, don't ever really get too down. Don't, don't, because it is a hard job. Like, mm. I, I've had a lot of people say to me, they see the fruits that you can get from recruitment and they, and, and anyone thinks they can do it. And, and to be fair, anyone can do the job as long as they're prepared to put, to do the basics and, and learn. So yeah. I think that tenacity to learn and keep going and, and not give up and, and, and really care about what you do. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, that's a really, Really important get, one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Like, I mean, I genuinely like getting people jobs, and 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 I, I used to just think it was transactional. But as you go on and you build relationships with people, um, that's what you need to be great at, really building relationships. Yeah. That's all. That's what the job is. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, I imagine. 
but now you've played you're still in touch because i know you're very good at keeping in touch with your network and people you've placed yeah. so it's, it's kind of coming full circle for you now as well isn't it we talked about it before you placed people years ago and they were more junior and you were more junior and then you're both kind of coming up in those careers together and, and they're becoming clients and you're seeing what an impact that placement of them had all those years ago yeah, I to be honest, I spoke to a guy this week who, who was the second guy I ever placed in recruitment. And, oh, uh, wow. I, I think I placed him about 60 grand. He's now on 200 grand running, running a CTO somewhere. And, and, and we've got him on interview for another job actually this week. And, and it's, it's amazing, really. I mean, we've gone through that process and, and what he's done and what I've done in 10, 12 years. It was, I mean, we are talking about it yeah, literally yesterday. And, um, yeah, it's, and, and, and you only really, it, it's, it's good to build those relationships that, la- that last. And, and if yeah. you've got that longevity approach and, you, and you're kind of, like you say, you're tenacious about not giving up, then, then people will repay that. Like, and, yeah. and that's how you, you do well over a long period and not just kind of little bits here and there. You have to generally care about what you want to do. Um, yeah, love it. Fantastic. Mark, thank you very much. Our no first problem. secrets of success, hopefully the first of many. Um, take care and have a good day. All right. Cheers.